Hello, and welcome to the Appertons Family Podcast. My name is Amy Polinich, and I'm the creator of Appertons Families, where I help mummers to live simply, birth simply, and parent simply. In this series, I discuss with my beautiful Appertons mummers their birth stories in attempt to expose the real and raw truth about birth and bring light to a wide variety of birth experiences out there, from natural vaginal births to epidurals, cesarean sections, and home birth, and everything in between. Today's birth story is with one of my really good girlfriends, Holly, and she has a little bubba named Lily, who's almost 10 months old now. And I actually remember me and Holly became friends just before she fell pregnant. And then the second time we hung out, she told me she was pregnant. And it was actually a really exciting time because it was her first baby. So this was all new and exciting and fun for her. And I was just starting my business. So I was practicing all my fun little natural midwifery techniques on her and it was actually a really good time so we do reminisce on that a bit in our podcast here where we talk about Holly and Steve's normal vaginal birth of Lil where they actually had a private midwife and they birthed in the hospital setting which I feel is quite a unique experience. We talk about the stress and fear of being a first-time mum and having absolutely no idea what to do, where to start, how to prepare, if you even need to prepare for birth, how to be a parent, what you need to get organized, and how for Holly and Steve's experience, hiring a private midwife was actually the thing to combat all those fears and give them all the beautiful education for birth and parenting that they needed to hear. So I hope you enjoy. Amy for having me here today. Great. So we're talking about the birth of your beautiful little gal, Lil. And how old is she now? She's nine months old now. Okay, beautiful. And um, so you had her nine months ago. So how old were you when you got pregnant then? I was 26. 26? And then had her when I was 27. Perfect, perfect. And that's with Stevie, your partner now. Yes, yep. And, um, cool. So tell me the story. You found out you got pregnant and how many weeks were you when you found out? I found out as soon as I missed my period and, Mm um, asked Stevie to bring home a pregnancy test on his way home from work, (laughs) which I wasn't too worried because I have missed a couple in the past, um, during stressful times or whilst we were were traveling, strangely. Um, so I wasn't too worried, but then he brought home the test. We did it together and it was positive, (laughs) which was a total mind blow with what do we do next? Yeah, that would have been so shocking. That's so shocking. Hey, so you would have been about four or five weeks then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And then did you like book a doctor's appointment straight away or where'd you go from there? I didn't only because I wasn't sure how to handle the situation Mm. um and I wanted to I needed a little bit of time to think about what to do I wasn't I wasn't too worried about whether I was or wasn't pregnant I knew that I was yeah um so from there it took me a few weeks and then I did yeah go go to the doctors and have it confirmed although they were 
they had already pretty much they were pretty positive positive about it yeah yeah um yeah it was just before we were about to go to the big pineapple festival Uh. and i'd organized everybody to come over to my house to pre-drink yeah and so i had to hide the fact that i was pregnant and not drink in front of all of my friends And my best friend straight away picked up on it and called me out. Oh my gosh. What friend is this? Sarah. Sarah. Oh my gosh. That would have been so exciting. She was pretty excited. Yes. She was. Um, yeah. That wow. Was early on. That would have been about four weeks. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. How cool. How cool. Okay. So then um, you went to your doctor appointment, got yep. your skin. We're back at 20 weeks. You said to a second doctor and you yes. weren't too fond of that idea. I wasn't. I had a... He was a male doctor and did everything fine but didn't really give you much attention to any concerns I had. Um, mm-hmm. Also me. By that point, I felt like I was almost halfway through the pregnancy, knew nothing yeah. and was quite scared and felt... Felt like no one was taking me seriously and I had a lot to learn and do before, obviously, I was going to have this baby. And no one was really directing you in where to go for these services. Yeah, no, that's right. I didn't have... Yeah. Mm. Other than two doctor's appointments before then, um, which you're in and out in 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like I... um, yeah, I was pretty scared. Yeah, fair call. Fair yeah. call. So then, um, what did you do after that? You had your 20 week appointment, wasn't too stoked on the idea. What did you do after that? Um, yeah, so the 20 week appointment. I actually had a, um, I was looking for a pregnancy chiropractor because I was having some back pain and went and visited one at um, Coast Life Midwifery. And I had no idea what that place was when I walked in. Yeah. And, yeah, saw the Cairo and she told me a little bit about what they do. And I had um, had an appointment with them after that just to find out a bit more. I was intrigued with what they might be able to offer. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, went back a week or so later and chatted to one of the midwives, Julian. Mm-hmm. who then became my midwife for um all the all my care beforehand and they t- and then up to 6 weeks afterwards perfect and um that was really good we chatted to her for uh, i think they it was like an hour appointment and she just goes through well, went through any concerns i had and it was the first time i'd felt heard and yeah um like anything that I was, any of my concerns were addressed and just that it was, um, she said something to me. She said, you're not sick, you're pregnant and yeah. it's a natural thing. So it was the first, and it was the first time I was actually excited for the pregnancy. Yeah. Um, which left, I was in there crying to her, yes. <laughs> um, which was tears of joy. Yeah, so much relief would have been felt you walking into this Coast Life Midwifery and just being put in front of this beautiful path to having a nice normal birth and actually 
feeling confident and understanding what you're experiencing. It was, yeah, definitely. How nice, how nice. I love that. Um, So that was at about 25 weeks. And then from there we had education sessions I think it was every two weeks. Perfect. Um, plus your yeah, midwife appointments, which were... Um, it also was, wasn't was at a hospital. It was at a um, little private... Um, what was it? A like old a, church. Yeah. And it was, had been done up. So it was a beautiful place that you went to where you felt like you were in... Um, that you weren't sick going there. You weren't going to yeah. a hospital or a doctor's surgery or anything um yeah so we did our education sessions there and the appointments and even the um postnatal appointments as well oh cool 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 sounds perfect sounds perfect so how was the um prenatal education what were some of the most valuable things you learned in that class um for either your pregnancy birth or postnatal for the uh probably just learn just Going through what um, labour is, just learning what it all is, really. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> What's happening to the body, what all the changes that are going to happen, both before and after you have the baby. Yeah. And Changes in your body or the baby? or um, In your body, uh, mostly, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. what else was there? Um, mm-hmm. Heaps of good stuff. Yeah. Oh, how do you go with the pain relief? Oh, yes. Can you talk about that? Yes. So that was a really valuable um, part of the education was learning all your pain relief options and the pros and cons to each of them. And from there, then it helped you to make a birth um, plan and the midwives helped you stick to that as best as you um, could, really. Perfect. Without going into... Um, without any issues that come along the way yeah absolutely absolutely yeah that's perfect that's perfect and um what did you do physically to prepare yourself for birth um towards from about 20 i think it was from about 25 weeks i started doing um the yoga pregnancy yoga and I also was seeing the chiropractor, but that was because I was having had a sore back. Yeah. And then I was doing, I came and saw you for some body balancing. Yeah. That was so much fun. Super fun. And we, yeah, we even did a little bit of um, yoga, you and I. Yeah, we did. And the rebozo. And yeah. That was fun. Super fun. I remember all that actually. It's such an <laughs> exciting time because I was, was opening my business stuff, and you were first pregnant, so we were sort of like I was getting heaps of kicks out of you coming and me doing all this cool <laughs> stuff, and you were getting kicks on coming for your pregnancy. So it was fun. That was so much fun. Super I loved fun. it. Perfect. Still love it. Still yeah. keep coming back. <laughs> so since then, I kept going, kept doing the yoga, and at first it felt quite basic because I had been. Had done a bit more, um, I don't know. I think all the yoga beforehand, not being pregnancy yoga, was a lot more advanced. Yeah. So going to do pregnancy yoga, I kind of felt like it was not mm-hmm. doing a lot. But I kept going back because it um, it was good fun. And, and then yeah. I did, did notice the difference. I did feel um, 
well, my sore back for one um, mm-hmm. didn't ever really come back. Perfect. But it was good, um, yeah, just to stretch and yeah. do it in a gentle way. Did you find it was mainly stretching stuff in your pregnancy? Ever was there much strengthening or, or hip, opa, hip opener stuff? Yeah, there was a bit of hip opening and um, not so much strengthening. It okay. was it was pretty basic. Yeah, fair call. It was, we had, it was hard though with a big belly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Using a lot of, a lot of it on, um, doing it on the ball instead of you, like doing a, um, like a lunge, you would sit yeah. on the ball and, um, do half of it on there, which was. Oh, I was just going to ask you actually if they taught you much with the ball. So that's really interesting. They sort of made your weight be taken by the ball. And you yeah. Stretched. Yep. Ah, interesting. That was cool. That was fun. Yeah. 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 Perfect. And then, as well, during the education, it was good. They, um, we did a birthing class as well on a Sunday, and much to everyone, everyone was not very excited for it. It was, it was really good. And my partner actually said to me afterwards that he, he did really enjoy it. Good. And I think he learned a lot, which was so good. Um, ways that they can support you during, um, labor and birth. And he learned a little, um, it was funny. One of the, if the, if, oh, what was it? One of the, um, one of the techniques for pain relief was like, can um, give them massage on their feet and they taught us different pressure points and that yes. sort of thing or on the back during a um, during a contraction which he was which he did end up doing during labor fantastic um, and yeah I think one of the one of the midwives said if she wants a 10-hour massage whilst she's in labor you do it <laughs> Really quite sore on the thumb. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, yeah. <laughs> I think that was the one thing that stuck with him. Yes. Afterwards, he was nervous for giving me a ten-hour massage. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, how exciting! How exciting! So then, when you went into labour, how many weeks were you? I was thirty-eight plus five. Okay, oh, so that was. Fairly, not early, but... No, nine, nine days early. Yeah. Um, which I wasn't really expecting to that early. Just being a first-time mum especially, yeah. Yeah, mm. so that started on... I finished working on the Sunday, Sunday, handed over my laptop to one of the girls, and then Monday morning woke up oh. with... Um, yeah, woke up, started with some gentle kind of well not gentle but contractions yeah um just mild ones and that kind of went on most of the day yeah and I had um a visit from the midwife who came and just explained to me that this could go on for a couple of days and not to worry just go as um go do your day-to-day business at home um and then yeah just keep in contact with her so that was good she um I just stayed at home. My mum was over and battled on through that for the day. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so I was able to sleep that night, just waking up every yeah. <laughs> every contraction, but it wasn't Five too bad. Five minutes or so? Or uh, yeah, kind of every 
five up to maybe half an hour yeah. apart. Yeah. yeah, so it was inconsistent. Was just waiting for them to either go away or um, get to that, go to the next sort of level. Yeah. Um, next day, they were still about the same until maybe midday, and then um, they started to get worse. And so I phoned the midwife. Oh no, that was the day she came over. I'm sorry. Yeah. She came yeah. over on that um, on the Tuesday. Yeah. And yeah, had told me then that they could go on for a little while. And mm. I went. What was it? They started to get worse, and she checked, felt the baby's position, mm-hmm. and she was a little bit to the left. Her back oh, yeah. wasn't um, to the front, Perfect. so the contractions were irregular. Yeah. And she told me each time I had one to lean over to try and um, bring the baby to the front. Leaning forward. Yeah. yeah, lean forward, lean over the ball, lean over a table, yeah. anything that I could. Um, yeah. And I went for a walk as well, which um, walking across my the neighbour's lawn with all their young um, <laughs> the young, all the young guys there, and one of them was mowing the lawn. Yeah. And poor thing, I was went had a contraction on their front lawn, so I'm holding oh. my mum's shoulders, just <laughs> I think scaring the hell out of him. Thought he was gonna have to catch a baby. Yeah. <laughs> went for a walk, um, met some of the neighbours, um, of course, on the walk. Yes. And um, yeah, so that really brought them on. Got Ooh, home. That walk brought them on. Yeah. Yep, the walk brought and um, kept going through them. And then the, that was oh, maybe five or six in the afternoon. Mm. By the, and then by the time we got home and um, what did we do then? Just kind of went through them a bit. My mum was there helping me, just trying to get mm. me to drink some water and just comfort me, I guess. Yeah. And um, yes. Was Steve at work at this point? He was. Yeah. And then he came, yeah, once he came home, he was just doing the same thing as mm-hmm. well, just helping me through that. Yeah. And what did we do from there? I think we phoned the midwife. Yeah. And she came at about 10 at night. Okay. And by then, um, they were pretty severe. And right. And we'd been timing them and they were about every oh, kind of two to five minutes apart. Yeah. And so we knew that it was coming. Okay. <laughs> and because your waters had broken at this point? They did, but they, yes. were, they had broken but were kind of leaking. Trickling, yeah. Trickling, what yeah. What did they break initially? I reckon it was maybe uh, 10 or 11 at night. Oh, okay. So it was once the midwife was there. At, and, yeah, okay. Um... Yeah, and then during each contraction, of the only thing that would really help was a little massage on the back by Perfect. by anyone really who was around, whether that was mum or the midwife yeah. or Stephen. Yeah. And Perfect. Yeah. Then so then the midwife gave me an internal examination at about one, uh-huh. and found that I was nine centimeters. Yeah. So that was um. 
then we had to quickly go to the hospital. Because you said that was your first ever exam, hey? Yeah. Yeah, that's so good that the first exam is nine centimetres. That's awesome. Yeah, that was... Um, that was a quick car ride or <laughs> for Stephen. It felt long for me. I thought I was going to have her in the car. I remember um, the next day seeing you guys at the hospital and I was talking to Stephen about it. I think you were asleep and he was like, yeah, and then we drove in and, man, I felt Julia was driving <laughs> so slow. And I was like, dude, hurry up. We're about to have a baby in a car here. <laughs> he was freaking out. Um, oh, poor Stevie. I was screaming in the car. I still have... For some reason, um, mum took a video of me in the car, oh. and the the noises are so hectic. I didn't see this. I oh. it. They're so scary. I'm very hesitant to watch the movie again, but I'll show you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and then the walk from the car to into to the hospital was um, as soon as I would move, I'd get a contraction. It was some. Walk two steps, get one. Yes. <laughs> Walk another two steps, get another one. Oh, my goodness. And I was in the um, elevator just holding on to Stephen, having, <laughs> thinking I was going to have her in there. Yes. But, um, no, I remember as soon as we walked into the hospital and walked into the birthing suite room, they had it all ready, the bath with little tea light candles around. It was beautiful. so Beautiful. Um, that was really, really lovely. And the lights were dimmed and it was, um, just really, really nice. Like really calming and really, yeah, just really relaxing to walk into, even though I was... Flustered. (laughs) Flustered, yeah. (laughs) And then from there I hopped in the bath and tried to... Tried to have some gas, couldn't quite work out the breathing, gave yeah. up on that. Um, and then tried tried for a little while in there, maybe half an hour, and wasn't really progressing. Mm-hmm. So then we, um, they got me up to try and um, go to the toilet to see if my bladder needed emptying, if mm-hmm. it was maybe not letting the baby's head down. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I went, they took me to the toilet and from there I, th- I'd never move. <laughs> I didn't get off the toilet. Yes. So little Lil was born on the toilet. Was she? <laughs> she was. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> she was, she was, they put a towel under the toilet seat in oh case my she dropped in, but, um, yeah. <laughs> So then, yeah, once I had her, Gillian caught her from behind um, and then passed her through my legs. And I just remember her saying to me, um, pick up your baby. Like, here, pick up, grab your baby. And I was just like, what? Out of it. Yeah, out of it. Just, it was the best feeling to finally finish the contractions. Yes. That was, that was really good. Um. Yeah, and so I, Mum said she had to help me hold the baby, walk her back to the um, to the bed. Oh, yeah. but before that, as soon as I had her, we never found out what we were having. So oh, she was as soon as I was holding her, and I said to Stephen, "What is it? What, yeah. what is it?" And he um, he couldn't tell because it was like the cord and blood and everything in the way, and he was like, "I don't know." <laughs> so. Then I had to, then I 
had a look and it was a little girl. Oh. Little, so that was exciting. I was Not that I was secretly hoping the whole pregnancy for a girl, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> that was exciting. That would have been. And then um, that was good. So And then she, as soon as, what did we do then? Went and hopped on the bed. Yeah. Got to relax for a bit. Yeah. I think I was in shock. I was just shaking and... Absolutely. Um, but it was just a crazy feeling. And so many hormones in that moment. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so many. Between you and Bubs, it's crazy. Can I ask, I heard this... Um, thing a little while ago so it's a bit it's a bit of a theory there's no research done on it but um they say that when a woman is birthing and they're literally pushing baby out the baby's crowning quite often mum can like stand up or put her legs together as baby's coming down as a way to sort of prevent the tearing oh yeah us um as midwives in the hospital quite often we tell women open your legs open your legs don't be scared open them up um, and you know, not that many women do tear, but, um, then, yeah, so I heard that as a theory. Do you think you did that naturally? Cause I know in, in home birthing, you guys would be all private midwifery. You guys would be more inclined to just do whatever you feel like. Um, yep. did you sort of naturally stand up or close your legs or anything like that that you remember? Um, I know it's hard to remember. Not that I remember. I, they started to see her head like crowning while once I was on the toilet, yeah. And I, so I was sort of sitting with my legs a, a little bit apart, yeah. Um, but to be honest, I was trying as hard as I could just to get her head out. So true. So I wasn't trying to stop it. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. That makes sense. But that's because I think. We had been trying to get her down. Yeah. For so long. Uh, well, not really so long. It felt like forever. Yes. <laughs> and um, and I remember them. I remember them preparing me for when her head come out and saying, "You might like you'll feel the red ring of fire." Yeah. And so I was a bit nervous for that because the contractions were just, just really really painful. Right. But um, and no, I never felt it. Oh, Even. Wow. And once her head was out, and um, my partner said he had a look whilst her head was out, oh. and he saw her just looking around, <laughs> which I think stuck stuck in his head. I think it's a the curious little Bobby that she is. She's like, all right, what's up over here? What's we can't on? miss a thing. Yeah. No, but so during the pregnancy, I didn't have any pain relief other than trying the... um. The gas, and I think that was because during the birth plan we had talked about what pain relief we were um, interested in or what we wanted to do, yeah. and I had said I didn't want to have anything unless it was for a medical reason. Yeah. So I think as well that was part of the reason that they kept me um, at home. Perfect. And I do remember at home screaming out, I want drugs, like give me yeah. drugs, but it was too late by then. Yes. Which I'm glad. Yes. I am so glad. Because the thing is, any birthing woman in the state that they're in is going to ask for it. Like, yeah. Because in the back of your mind, you know it's there. They're going to ask for it. But you know that truthfully, they don't want it. Like, they went in not wanting yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so when it's sort of either, like, a woman's already in hospital and they know that it's there, or if a midwife is even offering it, yeah. like... Oh, 100%. How if I was in the... Know? Yeah. 
if I was in the hospital at that point and I I would have screamed out for it. I, yeah. But I'm so glad that I was at home. Yes. And it was nice being at home. I was brought like we brought a mattress out into the lounge room and yes. so I would go from that to the ball to the shower and Perfect. so I was able to do a lot of that laboring Perfect. at home. Um, yeah. Which was really nice. So nice. So nice. Uh, uh, much to the neighbours disgust, I think, <laughs> when they could hear me screaming. That would have actually um, been pretty intense, wouldn't it? Oh, I thought so. Um, so we, the next day, my partner went and brought a bottle of wine to the neighbours downstairs <laughs> to say, sorry for keeping you awake all night. And they... I think they lied and said, oh, no, we didn't hear anything. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I think that's a lie. Because when he, when he went to get the car from out on the street, he could hear me. <laughs> so they were very lovely. Oh, that's so nice. That's so nice. So then you're after birth, you're on the bed, little Lilsie's on your chest. And how did you guys go after birth? Was she quite alert? Was she naturally, instinctually bobbing her head around looking for a boob? Or? She was. She was really, really good at... She wanted to latch straight away. Epic. and Which I'm so glad because it felt so weird. And I, <laughs> I remember thinking, I don't know if I want to do this. Um, yeah. Because it just felt so... Like it was such a, I think I was so sensitive to to the feeling, and then she, yeah, it, yeah just felt horrible. But she was so good at it, so yeah. I just kept going with that. And she's still breastfeeding now. Epic. Um, you can't feel your nipples. No, that's right. <laughs> After a while, that you can't feel them anymore. <laughs> anyway, so she was a little trooper at that. Good on her. And yeah. How cool. Still is. And, um, yeah. Awesome. How long did, because did you have sensitive nipples antenatally, like even before pregnancy and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. See, I think women who have sensitive nipples, obviously breastfeeding is like a super strong sensation. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's like perfect latch and everything. How long did it take of breastfeeding for that sensitivity to pass? Oh, not too long. Maybe a week or... Yeah, cool. Or so. Cool. That first week, just everything is so strange. Yeah. You feel so different and everything's pretty sore and... Yeah. So I think you just kind of run with whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did I see you after I had her? Yes. Yeah. that's right. Oh, you came... That's right. You came and visited little Lil. Yeah, it was when you were home. walking from first week to the ward. Oh, yes, in, in the, the hospital. I remember standing there and just hearing, hey. And I was like, oh my gosh. It was so exciting. That was the most exciting thing, hearing yeah. your voice. <laughs> and I was that like, was so that's Amy, too. before I even yeah. saw you, I think I called your name out. <laughs> special that was super lovely wasn't it and um yeah so in the birth suite um I look over and Stevie and my mum were just totally asleep yeah I was I think just all those hormones in your body I was wide awake and yeah. just thinking how could you sleep this is so exciting yeah. <laughs> I think they felt different yeah. 
into the um the maternity ward for a few hours. Yeah. Um, but because the midwives were coming home to do any checks, they weren't too worried with a lot of things. Yeah. Um, I was doing like the heel prick once they were, once I was at home and, um, what else? They weren't too worried about if the baby had done a poo. Yeah. And as well as checking me. Um, so yeah. that, that, they all, that. Yeah, they all checked that once I got home the next day. Or yeah. they came the next day, sorry. But I went, so I went home after a few hours. Yeah. Um, to, and that was the strangest feeling. I think it? everyone talks about the feeling of walking out of the hospital with your baby thinking, are they really going to let me out yeah. <laughs> with this baby? Like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, a very slow car ride home with this tiny little fragile thing in the back. Yeah. I know. Nuts. And getting it out of a car seat for the first time. What is this oh, thing like? Oh, they, they just feel so too fragile for a car seat and the buckles. and Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, how special. How was that, that first special. night with you two? Well, the three of you, really. Um... I can't even remember. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a blur. It was probably. a bit. It was pretty tired, and but it was still so exciting. Everything was just having this little baby was the most exciting thing. You'd been looking forward to it for so long. Yeah. But I don't think I really felt too tired. I think as well, they'd prepared you so much for that feeling that I um yeah, it was just the excitement kind of overruled it. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, that's the best. That's the best. Do you mean they prepared you for the feeling of like extreme exhaustion? Sort of yeah. Thing? Right. Yeah. See, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Awesome. Was there anything personally that surprised you? Any feelings or... Because I know a lot of women maybe talk about the afterbirth pains or oh, something yeah. about the nipples or something like that. Those afterbirth, the pains of when your uterus is contracting once yeah. they, every time they feed, I hadn't, I, um, I think we had spoken about it, but that feeling was, um, so weird. Yeah. That was, but that kind of went away after a few days mm-hmm. and, um. I'm just trying to think. Everything was so weird afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. Oh, the feeling of not having leg cramps anymore. That was that was nice. Uh, a nice surprise. Yes. I didn't realize you were getting leg cramps in pregnancy. Yeah, so bad. Yeah. Yep. Epic. Epic. If anyone's getting those, magnesium spray was my best friend. So true. Um, so true. And having a baby. Yes, yeah. Or just getting <laughs> the baby out. <laughs> Awesome. And then postnatally, we've been doing lots of yoga and you've been doing lots of your mum's group. Any other tips on what has helped you having a brand new baby as a brand new mama staying sane? I don't know. It's a a shock. (laughs) Still try and do the things that you love. Definitely. So I've tried to... Still ride my horse. Um, yeah. Even just go out and see him. It just brings you back to who you are, mm-hmm. who what you still enjoy instead of just becoming a mum. Because after a while, that feeling does 
it is tiring and you feel like you've got all you're doing is playing with a baby yeah. we even laughed about it on the couch yesterday that do we even know how to communicate with each other that isn't like do, do we know how to act like adults because yes we say look over at each other and do like the squishy face and be like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you go a little bit insane hanging out with a baby 24 yeah. 7 <laughs> It's so much fun. Absolutely. It's hard work too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I um I have said that from the start. I really admire how you have fully stayed in touch with your own things. Like, you know, you and Steve, even if it's with Lou, you'll still go see your friends, you'll still come to yoga, you'll still go and do your horse stuff, you'll still go shopping, all that sort of stuff. You don't let her stop you from doing anything. You guys do all your weekends away. I think that's so important. Yeah, it is it is a lot different. But mm. um yeah, still just modifying the way you do things. Yeah. But I yeah, it's been it's been hard, but uh, as soon as it's really hard to leave the house, I think, but then as soon as you do, you're so glad you did. Yes. You, just to get out. That is so true, and I think that is something that can sometimes overwhelm a lot of mums or it gets the better of them sometimes yeah where it's like it is just that bit too hard to actually leave the house it does it gets hard and I think I I'm always hesitant to do things but my partner just he still loves to go out and he he makes an effort to get me out of the house which I really Mm. appreciate he it'd be hard (laughs) yes definitely and um, I'm so glad once we do though (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's not much of a not doesn't love just sitting at home. Yeah, but that's awesome. I do love that about him. That's awesome. That's awesome. Alrighty, so we have a quick little fire round. I don't really know what to call it, but I'm calling it that at the moment. Okay. We can brainstorm some ideas later. Um. So the first question is: Are you one to find out the sex of the bar? But it sounds like you're not. No, it would have been easier. I didn't love all the gender-neutral clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think I'd keep it a secret again. Yeah. yeah it was fun. Yeah. The, and that moment of as soon as you've had it, like, you know you're going to have a baby, obviously. Yeah. So there's no surprise there. But whether it's whether, whether you find out the sex or not is a big surprise. Yeah. That's fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so cool. And what was the hardest thing to give up in your pregnancy? Mm, definitely give up or reduce, sorry. Definitely riding. I yeah. had to give that up at about 28 weeks after I came off and gave everyone a heart attack. Yes, you would have been. <laughs> and um, it took me a few, quite a few weeks to go again, uh, to ride again, just from the feeling, of, just from being so sore. Yeah. And I didn't even have any, like, um, I had two internal stitches, but yeah, it was just feeling of like feeling bruised. I think yeah, so true. afterwards, yeah, my poor um, perineum, perineum, perineum. Yeah. I think was the sorest. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I remember not long ago I messaged you about one of my other girlfriends and she was wondering when she can ride again. And I was like, Holly, when did you ride again? You're like 
As long as you don't feel like you just got kicked in the back, you go right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I told her that she loved it. Um, yeah, that was about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What was your weirdest pregnancy craving? Craving? I didn't really get cravings, but I got obsessed with breakfast cereals. Ah. And I like got obsessed with wheat bix for a long amount of time and then it was cornflakes and shredded wheat, like really weird. Yeah. yeah. That is pretty weird to be honest. Alright, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that, yeah, not too bad though. Yeah, good. Good, good, good. And um okay, so what is your top advice to birth simply? One tip of advice. Um, I would say just try and um be as educated as you can um for me it was knowing uh, knowing all the pain relief options I think and and just know that the body is made to do it don't feel like it's nothing don't feel like it's nothing that you can't do so true I freaking love that even though I I remember screaming throughout labor, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> but I, deep Same down, I knew I could. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's funny. Um, and what's your top tip to parents simply? Oh, to parents simply? I don't know. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Maybe just go with the flow. Yeah. Let them. Let them teach you. Yeah, so true. Another freaking great one, Hall. Oh, gosh. New mamas are going to be loving this. <laughs> <laughs> also, look, thanks for joining me on the Atherton's Family Podcast. Oh, thanks so much for having me. No worries. Well, that's a wrap. I really hope you enjoyed mine and Hull's podcast and maybe even picked up some tips on how to live simply, birth simply, parent simply. This podcast with Hole has led me to write this month's evidence-based blog post on private midwifery care and the benefits of continuity of care. There is actually heaps of evidence-based information out there proving that continuity of care midwifery has a higher chance of vaginal birth and higher chance of maternal satisfaction with her birth. Continuity of care is where the same midwife is looking after you throughout your pregnancy and your birth experience. They know and understand your wants and desires for your own birth. So if you're interested, head on over to my website and onto the articles tab to read up on that one. And thank you so much for supporting Appleton's families. I'll catch up with you soon.